If you're new to the podcast community and you want to start a new podcast and you're looking for a platform that is user-friendly, that has everything you need at your fingertips, that won't set any limits, that you can earn money, then I would recommend Anchor. Now, Anchor can be used basically anywhere. You could be in your car, you can be laying on the sofa in bed where you can edit, um, record, and upload. Um, You can throw in um, soundtracks, you can, I mean, everything is there for you. Now, I use it because, like, it's user-friendly and um, it is free and I find it really easy to navigate without it being very confusing. Now, most platforms, you know, before you can even try it out, you need to sign up and pick a plan. I like Anchor because I don't have to go through any of that. So I recommend it. Now, if you really want to get into it, I recommend you going to your website, anchor.fm, and, you know, signing up. Or you can download anchor.fm from the Google Store, iTunes, um, and give it a try. So don't forget to go to anchor.fm, sign up, and I'll see you all in the podcast community. Hey folks, and welcome back to another episode on Miss Sides Paranormal. We will be discussing um, the most haunted house in Ireland, and um, so let's all grab a chair, hold hands, and let's begin our seance. So driving along the isolated road that runs down the scenic Cook Peninsula in Ireland's ancient east, it is easy to spot the mansion that has earned itself the reputation of the most haunted house in Ireland. If ever a building fit the stereotype of a home haunted by its bloody and tragic past, this is it. Set against the backdrop of a rugged and windswept coastal settling, Loftus Hall looms over the surrounding landscape. Its historical walls have seen invasion, capture, plague, famine, and a numerous of personal tragedies, many of which live on as ghostly legends. Now the famous house is up for sale. To the right buyer. (laughs) Alright, so the Irish Examiner reports that the asking price is 2.5 million pounds, or... $2,878,837. That happens to be four times the price of the current owners paid nine years ago for the place. Okay. Now, Aiden and Shane Quigley have put a new roof on the building. They made several significant structural repairs to the hall since then. 
Even if someone matches the current price tag, Aiden quickly says he's not just going to sell the house to anyone. I'll be interviewing potential buyers. If a state body comes in, that's an option. If an American owner wants to live there, I'd be keen to work with them to restore it. Now, the Quigleys may be the current owners, but the record history of Loftus Hall and the land upon which it sits stretches back some 800 years. Locals say the significance of the site goes back even more, thousands of years. N was once sacred to the Druids, the high-ranking professionals and religious class in the ancient Celtic cultures. This place, I mean, it has pictures, so it's some really interesting pictures. I'll put it up on the social media so you guys can take a look at them. Now, let's talk about the colorful past. Now, the, the story begins around 1170 AD when Raymond, or Redmond, Fitzgerald, nicknamed Le Gros, the Fat, landed um, in Hook Pencil Peninsula in what is now Wexford in Ireland. Um, it is a famous site in the Irish history because that's where Ireland was won and Ireland was lost. Now Raymond was among the first of the small band of Norman knights who played an active role in helping enforce Norman rule over Ireland. Now he acquired the land in the area upon which he built the castle known as Houseling Castle. Now over the years it fell into disrepair and in 1350, descendants of Raymond Legros built a new castle called the Hall or Redmond Hall. Now the, the hall remained in the Redmond family until the mid-1600s when the Irish Confederate Wars saw the castle repeatedly attacked and eventually seized as part of the Cromwellian confiscations. Now, um... In one remarkable display of defense, on June, on July 20th, 1642, Alexander Redmond, who was 68 at that time, managed to protect the hall from around 90 English invaders with just the help of his two sons, some tenants, two soldiers, and a tailor. So, the dude is 68, and he from... 90 invasor, invaders of English of the English he protected the hall it's fucking crazy they staved off several more attacks after which Alexander Redmond received favorable terms from Cromwell upon his death in 1651 Redmond's family were evicted from the hall and their home put up for auction now in 1666, Henry Loftus, originally from Yorkshire, England, acquired the confiscated lands and the mansion was renamed to Loftus Hall. Now over the decades and centuries that followed, the Loftus family rose in the peerage 
producing barons, viscots, earls, and marquises. And as they climbed the ladder of aristocracy, the Lester's family hoped that they could entice Queen Victoria to visit. With the goal in mind, John Henry Loftus, the fourth Marquess of Eli, embarked on an enormous renovation of the hall between 1870 and 1879 to make it grander than even before. Although it was widely reported that Loftus Hall was completely demolished and rebuilt, there is evidence that much of the former hall was utilized and worked into the mansion that you see today. No expense was spared in the renovation. Erected was a three-story mansion with the balustrade carpet. Hall boasts an ornament mosaic floor and a spectacular grand staircase, hand-carved by Italian craftsmen. The house was certainly fit for a queen, but Queen Victoria never arrived, causing deep disappointment with the family. I mean, this place is enormous. It'd be a nice wedding place. Insanity, death, and tragedy plagued the historic hall. While its rich and colorful past is enough to bring history buffs flocking, it is its legends, the unexplained mysteries, and the tales of the ghostly apparitions that made the hall one of the most visited mansions in the whole Ireland. The legends stem from the real-life death of Anne Tottenham. In the mid-1600s, Charles Tottenham married Honorable Anne Loftus, daughter of the first Viscott Loftus, and they had six children, four boys and two girls, Elizabeth and Anne. But his wife became ill and died when the girls were still young. Two years later, Tottenham married his cousin, Jane Cliff and they lived together, together along with Anne in Loftus Hall. One night, amid a powerful storm, a ship arrived at the Hook Peninsula, and a young man w made his way to Loftus Hall, asking if he could take shelter there. It wasn't uncommon for th um, strangers to come knocking, as the rough waters around the south of Wexford coast often resulted in um, ships being grounded on the shore or shattered by rocks. During this time, Anne, now a young woman, fell in love with the stranger and spent countless hours socializing with him in the tapestry room. Now, according to legends, one evening Anne was playing cards with the stranger, as well as other guests, when she leaned down the table to collect a card she had dropped. She noticed the stranger had cloven hoofs. She screamed, so loud causing the stranger to expose himself as a devil he transformed into a ball of fire and shot up to the roof leaving Anne in a state of trauma from which she never recovered Anne's mental health deteriorated rapidly and her family embarrassed by her behavior confined her to a room in the house she remained there until the, her death in 1775 it was said that from this time onwards, Loftus Hall became plagued by severe poltergeist activities, the troubled Anne never able to rest in peace. Now, several Protestant clergymen were summoned by the family to put a stop to it, 
but no but none could get rid of the house of its evil forces and in their desperation the family themselves protestant called upon a catholic priest who was a tenant on their estate father thomas broders who was successful in cleaning the house of negative forces it is popularly reported that his gravestone contains inscription here lies the body of thomas broders who did good and prayed for all and who banished the devil from loftus hell there is no evidence in the description ever existed some of these pictures are very trippy the unraveling the legend now it is fair to say that many of the details of this account are likely to be a little bit more of fictional folk tales nevertheless reports are going back over a century say that the Anne was indeed confined to a room until her death so the question is what really happened to her now it's most likely that the account of the cloven hoof and the devil shooting through the roof was made by the loftus family to deter beggars and other strangers from paying a visit to the hall now after all they were desperately hoping to entice queen victoria to visit so the last thing that they needed was undesirables i'm using air quotes getting in the way well with that raises the question as to whether Anne really was confined due to mental illness or was there another reason for the tragic ending of her life according to the alternative account the stranger had fallen in love with Anne and had asked Charles Totem for her hand in marriage but he refused permission he was turned away from the house leaving Anne heartbroken now there's another twist during the restoration of Loftus House, the skeletal remains of a tiny infant were found between the walls that was believed to have been the room of Anne had been locked in. Did Anne fall pregnant when the with the stranger, casting shame upon the family? This could have proved a motive for the father to lock her away and never be seen again. Now, one local account suggests that Anne died during childbirth after her father refused to let anyone help her, um, let anyone know of her pregnancy, including the local doctor. So she suffered complications leading to death. Today, Anne Tottenham's grave is located in the local graveyard in Wexford, but something is very peculiar about it. Unlike the surrounding graves, it's, completed, it's completely cemented over. The people that buried her clearly wanted to ensure that no one could access her body. What dark secrets did Anne take to her grave? Metaphorically speaking, Loftus House is indeed haunted by its dark and troubled history. One can almost feel the sadness and traumas that have taken the place within the walls. But does the ghost of Anne still roam the cold, empty rooms of the mansion as it stands today? Many are convinced the answer is yes. Indeed, American ghost hunters carried over details investigations over the house and claimed they had detected numerous anomalies. But 
It wasn't until 2014 that Loftus Hall cemented its reputation as the most haunted house in Ireland when a visitor taking a tour believed he captured a haunting image in his camera. Now, this image went viral, attracting the attention of people all around the world. 21-year-old Thomas Beavis said he was browsing through his photos on his camera when he noticed a ghostly figure of a woman and an older woman in the window. Now, in the early 20th century, the family went bankrupt, and following the death of the last member of the family, it was taken over by the Benedictines, who occupied it until 1937. No, I'm sorry, 1935. And in 1937, the Sisters of Providence converted it into a convent and school for young girls wanting to join the order. Now, people say that they were terrified to attend Mass in the chapel given the well-circulated legends of the devil himself visiting the hall. In 1983, the hall was purchased by M Michael Devereaux, who opened it as Loftus Hall Motel. Michael died in the hall and his wife struggled several years trying to run the hotel on her own. Until one night, she took off without an explanation, leaving everything behind. Loftus Hall then entered another dark period. The property was left vacant, but was occupied illicitly for nearly a decade by people conducting satanic rituals and meetings. Now, back in 2011, it was purchased by its current owners, the Quigley family who have embarked on an ambitious project of restoration. Today, it is open to the public who can join a 45-minute guided tour that showcases the history of the hall and its legends. Leaving the hall after one of these tours, one is left with more questions than answers. Fact and fiction have become so closely entwined in the history that it is impossible to determine what, where history ends and where the legend begins. So, this picture of this woman in, this young woman and this older woman in the window is trippy. Excuse me. It's freaking trippy. Because you can clearly see, clearly see two people. I'm going to post that on, on social media also. Um... Would you ever go investigate Loftus Hall? I mean, is would it be on your bucket list for Ireland? I would think so. It was, you know, I would most definitely put it on my bucket list. Um, not up there, not in the top 10, but maybe in the 20s, give or take. Um, it's considered to be the most haunted house in Ireland, so I'd give it in the in the 20s, not top 10, nor top 5. Um, I would throw it in, in the 20s. Um, but the real question is, 
what did she die of was it her mental state because of the supposedly meeting the devil was it because she fell in love and um, she couldn't marry the guy or was it because she had a child and um, nobody was there to help her with the delivery so, so that's the good question which of those is true and which actually happened inquiring minds want to know and if you do visit Loftus Hall in Ireland let us know is it really haunted do you hear things do you see things I'm curious we're all curious to know so with that being said don't forget to like share and subscribe the, the podcast um, if you have any stories you'd like us to read go ahead and email them to the email address in the description um, I will be going live next Saturday um, so if you can jump onto the speaker S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R um, is a live chat so we can chat it up I might do a Instagram live and talk about ghost stories so um, with that being said I'd probably have like the doctor involved in that um, so we'll have to wait and see about that but with that being said happy Sunday I hope you all enjoyed this story um, don't forget to protect yourselves stay healthy social distance um, this COVID-19 is getting out of out of hand again so you all be safe and take care of each other um, share the love and I will be seeing you all later have a good one and don't forget to keep it ghosting <laughs>